0: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
1: This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.
2: No, I think if you take a step here, back here, I mean, Donald Trump is, is still the king of the Republican Party here. You know, a year ago, people very much doubted his power over the Republican Party, and we've seen him trounce a number of very strong challengers.
3: That's some scary words for Democrats right there. Donald Trump is king of the Republican Party, king of the world. And it's funny, you listen to these late night comedic hacks that don't want to accept they, they make it sound like donald trump is trying oh he wants to impose himself as he's been president for three years no he doesn't he in no way does that donald trump says you cheated me but that's okay but i'm gonna run another campaign that puts the fear of god in you and they've never let up think about what's going on jimmy kimmel uh, what's all these guys i don't even know the names of them to be honest with you most of them have gone by the wayside But all these guys have beat up on Donald Trump. You know what's happened to their ratings in the toilet? Most people would have been fired by now if they had Jimmy Kimmel's record. It took them what? I don't know how many years to get rid of Trevor Noah, one of the most unfunny people on the planet. And he this guy kept the job and he lost three quarters of his audience. Who could who could do this? Leftism is about isn't about how good you are at something. It's about we if say what we tell you to say, we'll elevate you, build your career, we'll continue it. Even this guy lost his audience, the majority of his audience at Comedy Central, and he's hosting the one of these award shows that's getting no play. Think about this. They take a guy who can't even keep his own audience, and they say you're going to be the host this year for some, you know, self grat congratulatory nonsense that we give ourselves these worthless trophies. And why do that? It makes no sense. Well, meanwhile, a truly funny guy, Ricky Gervais, they would never let that guy host again. Why? Because he dared call them out. He dared to expose their nonsense. The same with that guy Seth. What's his face? That did the Family Guy when he exposed Jeffrey Epstein. You're not gonna see him, but you'll see these comedic hacks. Are they ever gonna ask somebody like myself to host it? I'm a funny guy. I have comedian friends on this side of the aisle that could blow away Noah. Noah, what's his face? He would this guy in a in a in a comedy roast off or whatever. We would crush this dude, but we don't get those kind of gigs. We don't get the multi-million dollar deals to lose seven. I could go lose 75% of that audience for a lot less money than no, Trevor Noah. Guarantee you. Anyway, I'm glad you guys are here. They say one out of five Zoomers misses one day of work per week. I'm going to repeat that. One out of five Zoomers, this is Generation Z. They miss one day of week. One day of work per week. <laughs> one day of week per work. Here's a Uh, What they said for anyone willing to seriously consider the plight of Gen Z, it's not sufficient to simply write them off as laughably broken as if its members spontaneously emerged from the wound, psychologically compromised, endowed by their creator with unprecedented neuroticism and limitless (laughs) self-entitledness. I love that. (laughs) That's funny. Rather, this is the result of a decadent, depraved, neurotic Western culture. They are products of their environment. And these kids are being coddled. And so when you want to hire one, here's what you must understand. If you have a five-day work week and you're going to pay them, I don't know, say $1,000 a week, you're only going to get $800 worth of work. Because they are not going to work all five days. They will miss one day a week. Now, there's 52 weeks in a year, so they're going to miss 52 days. Now, if you add it up and say, well, we got going to give them two weeks vacation. I'm going to give them X number of sick days. There's going to be X number of holidays. It's presuming they don't get sick on the holiday. You know, maybe it works out. But most people I know, they want a week's worth of work for the week. And they also want to know, they want a little more predictability of when you're going to be there. It can't just be today. My cat's litter box is full and I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't know what, makes, what sets these people off, but it isn't much. It doesn't take a whole lot. Decadence. We allow stuff to happen. When you look at the problems that the nation faces, let me tell you something. I'm about to deliver some tough love. You let it happen. If your child is behaving a certain way, you let it happen. Right now, Melissa and I are dealing with our last one and we're empty nesters. And we're trying to give him a year that is a good year. But it doesn't have to be. (laughs) I'm not going to let try to make you like me for no reason you're going to do your studies you're going to work out you're going to be a good citizen you're going to do your chores and i don't care if you like it or not you're not you're not getting the car you're not getting to go with hang out with your buddies and do stuff unless you follow these rules and boy can this kid fight back He's a, he's a, I'm not going to lie. He's a product of his mom and his dad. We, we know how to deliver sarcasm and things pretty good. And I, but I don't like it when it comes back in the form of doing the normal, you know, if you want to be sarcastic because you're doing stuff and we can joke around, I'm going to be your buddy, but you're going to get stuff done because I'm not going to be your buddy then. And there is no compromise. End of story. Just ask my older boys. I don't have to like you. I'll always love you, but I don't have to like you. So, you got to we allow stuff to happen. We we allow these people to oh, keep tight-lipped about your covid, keep tight-lipped about, you know, the response we had of locking you down. Keep tight-lipped about uh the, the vaccine. Don't let anybody know that are you afraid to speak out? One of the things we say about in our merch is our merch is our message. Which I'm going to be sporting my Trump tennis shoes soon. And I know Ann's ordering some. She said she's going to go ahead and buy hers. But my merch is my message. And I'm not going to to be quiet. Because it makes people feel better or more comfortable. What makes me comfortable? You can talk all the trash you want about conservatives, Republicans, Donald Trump, my decisions. uh, How insensitive I am about the border or whatever. And I can't say a word. You got the wrong dude. I'm going to get, if you want to talk about your side, you're going to listen to mine. And if that means I got to follow you out of the room, you're going to listen to mine. My side is just as important as your side. And until we understand that, we're going to lose these battles. We'll be back.
4: This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show.
3: So, get the card that truly pays you back better than any other card in your wallet or purse. 3% of this nation defeated the British, and that was over a tea tax. I can only imagine what those patriots would be willing to do today under this oppressive system. The government colludes with fake news media and social media to silence voices. I've seen many of my friends and fellow patriots over the years give up. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it in the past, but God put me on a mission. And many of you now share my mission. And what I need is 500 of you to help us blow up this conservative ministry of truth. For those of you who join by giving $20 of recurring income monthly, you're going to get treated like none other automatic entrance into the backstage club and in that club we will create things that only you will see we'll do virtual sessions where we'll talk about issues and things that i don't talk about on the show private events sometimes it'll be when i come to visit your city other times it might be where i live you will get personal access to me so please become one of my 500 most avid supporters join up at the kevinjacksonnetwork.com
1: Two eight four zero five two three. Eight 284 Radio Show. And it didn't cost us a dime.
7: Clark County technical employees came forward completely independent of each other and explained that they discovered that the number of votes recorded by voting machines and stored on USB drives would change between the time the polls were closed at night and when they were reopened the next morning. In other words, votes were literally appearing and disappearing in the dead of night. When we attempted to verify the integrity of these voting machines, we were allowed only a useless visual inspection of the outside of a USB drive. We were denied a forensic examination.
3: This happened all over the country, and it is the reason why the Democrats want more illegals in the country. They've run out of ideas. Welcome back, everybody. Kevin Jackson, here so listening to the Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. The Democrats are out of ideas because their ideas are terrible. Their ideas hurt the country. They've looked at every possible way to hurt us. And you know what we've done? We've thwarted them at every chance. Don't think they have our best interests in mind. What do they say? The greater good. They don't have it in mind anymore. Don't be fooled by a Democrat if they tell you that. They do. They don't care. Listen to John Brenner talk about uh, election integrity. He says China has agreed it won't cheat in this election. But essentially, he's saying we know that they cheat. And John, we're
8: obviously in an election year. We know China tried to influence the 2022 election. What do you make of China's capability for that? And how likely is it that China is willing to interfere in this upcoming election?
1: Well, President Xi supposedly told uh, President Biden that China was not going to interfere in the 2024 election. The Chinese have a lot of capability in that digital environment. They could engage in information operations as a way to favor some of the candidates, not just in terms of the presidential election, but also the congressional election. They're very close observers of the U.S. political scene. And although President Xi may give the direction to Chinese security and intelligence agencies not to carry out very blatant uh, actions to interfere in the election, I could... Still, see a lot of Chinese actors that have an interest in the outcome of our elections in November, getting involved in a way with other information operations or other types of digital attacks that really could be very
3: disruptive. So we know they cheated in the 2022 election. Why are we auditing it? We also know, and they won't tell you this because they got to use live J6, that they cheated in the 2020 election in conjunction with our American part with their American partner, the Democrats. They cheated with the Democrats. Woo flu was a whole Chinese orchestrated deal to allow the Democrats to have a fake election so they could do mail in ballots. I know conspiracy, Kevin. It's not, you, you can't back it up. I know just with common sense, but what does common sense do for you? I want to move on because I want to talk about illegals and, Because we'll never get it in. But here's some statistics for you. These are crime statistics. In the fiscal year 2023, which ended in September, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, arrested 170,590 illegal immigrants inside the country. This is from uh, Judicial Watch, by the way. Almost half of them with criminal records the criminal aliens had an average of four charges and convictions each, including more than 33,209 charges of uh, or convictions for assault, 7,520 for weapons offenses, over 1,700 for homicide-related crimes, 1,615 for kidnappings. Removals also included included 34, 3,406 known or suspected gang members 139 known or suspected terrorists, 7 human rights violators, 108 foreign fugitives wanted by their government for crimes including homicide, rape, terrorism and kidnapping. These are the people that made it across our border and eventually got caught and then deported. That was the number those are the numbers. They arrested 170,590 and the number of people that got deported is a fraction of that. And by the way, how many did they miss? They call them gotaways. That's the, the just think about those numbers. There are probably double that number that or more. It could be a, a geometric, you know, double, triple. We, we don't know, because they don't care to give you real statistics. These are people roaming the streets of our nation, and you know what you are? You are a sitting duck, because you've been raised civilly. It's always, I always watch British shows, and British shows crack me up, because they're even when in a situation where in America you'll get killed, and God forbid you were in Venezuela or somewhere, and you make the arrest, and you think everything's going to be hunky-dory, Man, they're gonna kill you! These people, the many of the Brit, the British police don't even carry guns. It's so civilized. Don't try that anywhere else. I, I went to another source because I wanted to be sure. The number of crimes committed by illegal immigrants in the United States surged. This is Fox News in the year fiscal year 2021, after declining in the years before that. In the years before that, being 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, the Trump years, they, the numbers declined for a very simple reason. Donald Trump jumped on solving the immigration problem, and he dang near did it. I want you to understand, this is a guy that, they go, well, Israel needs to move the, the what do what they call it, a consulate or the, the embassy? Trump goes, let's move it. You know, Solved. They say, they're they're pouring across the border and we don't know what to do. Trump says, I tell you what, I got a fix. Puts the fix in, it goes down to a trickle. If Donald Trump had stayed president for four more years, we wouldn't even be talking about immigration as a problem in America. The wall would have been built and we would be enforcing the laws. Anyway, Fox News said this, homicide, assaults. Incidents of domestic violence, illegal weapons possession, sexual offenses committed by illegals all increased dramatically fiscal year 2021 compared to 2020. Illegal immigrants committed 1,178 assaults and domestic violence crimes in 2021, which represents more than a, you ready for this? A 400% increase over the previous year. 60 homicide or manslaughter convictions were attributed to illegals in 2021 and, A 1,900% increase from the previous year. And that's what they report. That's not the actual statistics. Driving under the influence convictions rose 347%. Illegal possession of or trafficking of drugs rose 453%. This is going from Trump to Biden. The number of convictions in every crime category with the exception of homicides, which rose from 2 to 3 in 2019 to 2020, had decreased between 2019 and 2020. In other words, what Donald Trump did worked. And you know what the Democrats did? They said, if it's fixed, let's break it.
9: It's Kevin Jackson Radio.
3: He's black.
4: This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today, Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327 800-296-1327 800-296-1327 Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327
0: Thank you for listening to GCN.
8: Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today.
2: NSA News Update. Walgreens is being accused of being racist for closing a store
1: in Boston. A Democratic Massachusetts lawmaker, Representative Ayanna Presley, accused Walgreens of racial discrimination for withdrawing from the predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhood of Roxbury. This marks the fourth Walgreens store closure in Boston in just over a year. Presley, along with Senators Ed Markey and Elizabeth Warren, sought answers from Walgreens CEO Tim Wentworth, who did not respond to Fox News Digital's request for comment regarding the reason. In for the store closure i'm john schaefer get ready for new
2: limits on password sharing on hulu the disney-owned streaming platforms changing its terms of service now to ban account sharing with people outside the house the change will be made immediate for new customers for existing customers there will be a grace period until march 14th i'm ryan daniels usa news have you heard the warning from
8: the dead doctors don't lie guy i'm talking about dr joel wallach He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there.
4: To end here. Uh, actually, it's just gotten started. No! This
7: is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. I
9: am anti-immigrant. Illegal. Call ICE. Send them all back.
7: That
3: was a man named Mr. Blake Moore. He's sick of it. He's a Chicago resident who is tired of the, what these people do, what these legislators do. The people who are supposed to take care of you, your representatives. He's sick of it. And I don't blame him. Kevin Jackson is so You're listening to the Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. We put these people into power to protect us, to protect our rights, our way of life. And that way of life gets challenged. And it gets challenged because somebody above all of us, that, or at least thinks they are, sets the narrative and says, you know what, Chicago, here's what you get. You get high crime. You get these illegals in your schools and breaking every system in America and you deal with the fallout. I'm not going to deal with it in my neighborhood where Barack Obama lives. They weren't dealing with illegals. They're not dealing with rampant crime. They're not dealing with the things you deal with. They live an entirely different life and on a plane that they don't understand you in the in the least when I say that, I'm not kidding. They don't understand you as a human being. They talk about you as a human being. They talk about loving. Well, it's inhumane. They use that word as if they really understand it, in, in, in as much as you could possibly understand the life of the filthy rich. I've lived around the filthy rich. I took my family took care of the filthy rich. I have friends who are filthy rich, and I'm going to tell you something. What I know about them could fill a thimble. I don't understand them because I have never walked into somewhere and been able to just do whatever I want. Be mad at a restaurateur and say, I'm just going to buy your doggone restaurant. Be mad at the way I get treated at a hotel and say, you know what? I'll just come back and buy it. I don't even know the mindset. How do you think we could know it? So when you look at these people, they can go print money. They can go make money anytime they want. They can go create circumstances. They can get somebody, get even with somebody with a a phone call. You think they understand you, your life? Do you think they even want to? I'm going to play the rest of this clip by Mr. Blake Moore. You've heard it, but we played it once before. But you deserve to hear the full vitriol that he has for these so-called leaders in Chicago that are allowing illegal immigrants into
9: his city. Waiting across the Rio Grande for, and, and don't uh, obey our immigration and naturalization laws. And to see another group come over here, it's disgraceful. It is un-American. And these rules that you have, the rules, who made these rules? When did our ultimate vote for these rules? When did the people have time to to participate in making these rules. And one of you all came over to me, Mr. Blakemore, we got little children. What about the black children in the ghetto? We got to make a future for them. These others will move them out. Move us out and they come in to to compete with jobs, goods and contracts and service. historian Carl Anderson says that they have a negative effect on the black community. I'm strictly advocating for black people. And call ice on them. Trump, come in here. Clean this mess up. The most corrupt city in the United States is the city of Chicago. And that's not my...
7: Thank you, Mr. Blakemore, for your comments.
3: There's an area called Shenzhen, These countries are, I'm going to read them off, Austria, Belgium, Czech Republic, Croatia, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Liechtenstein, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, the Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Slovakia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. They call it the Schengen region. 27 countries. And it means you don't need a passport to go from one country to the next once you're in. So, for example, when we were in Switzerland, we could go from Switzerland to France without our passports. We could just drive over, drive back the same way we drive to the United States. You don't need a passport to get from Texas to uh, Oklahoma or anywhere else. So they started this. To make things easier for Europeans to move around the country, without having to process in and out, and it made sense. And I got curious because I watched a show called "To Catch a Smuggler." When I had regular TV, I don't have regular TV anymore. I had to save myself some money from cable. But uh, anyway, I I used to watch the show, and they would talk about the Shenzhen region, and they would let they would say to a guy, "Well, you had a." a I don't know, a felony or a crime in France in 1983. And now that we formed Shenzhen, you can't get into Italy. This guy was going on like his with his fiance to some nice vacation and they got rejected. And he was a he didn't do he was a kid that did something stupid. It would be like the kid, those black dudes. And they went to China. They shoplifted Trump got him out. Thankfully, Trump was president and not Joe Biden, but Trump got him out. And then they would they would say, well, you can't come into another country. You can't come because of what you did in China. And they didn't know it because most of the time when they process your passport, they don't go look for convictions. They just go, "Okay, you have a valid passport. You're good to go. That's changing, by the way. You're going to want to listen to this broadcast if you do international travel. And it's also the threat that if you do something wrong in the United States you can't travel anywhere they can actually stop your freedom to move but here's what I got curious about because we have felons coming into this country by the way when you before we get into that think about the felons who come in how many felons do you think are processing through our legal justice system or immigration system how many I read you in the previous Segment: How many are being, felonies are being committed, crimes in general are being committed by illegals in this country every year. And it's gone up exp- yeah, exponentially, not even geometrically, under uh, Joe Biden. Well, here are a list of countries that won't allow a convicted felon to enter. You ready? China, Cuba, India, Iran, Israel. Japan, Kenya, Macau, New Zealand, South Africa, Taiwan, United Kingdom, and you're going to love this one, the United States. Yeah, we don't allow people to come in with criminal records, legally, but illegally, you can come in any way you want. That's a problem. See that is so. I mean, it so epitomizes leftism that I I have to stop. It stops me cold when I think about it. You have a legal system where a fractional percentage of those people commit crimes. They want to be here so badly they won't do anything wrong, even after the fact. Even at like Ilan Omar, she took she swore to protect this country. She came in the right way. And that little radical piece of crap got elected and she showed her true colors. She should be revoked. I believe that wholeheartedly. She should be out of here. But think about the ones who are here and they do things wrong things. They commit heinous crimes, violent crimes against people, and the left still protects them. Still wants to bring them in. Joe Biden is willing to go to war with the sovereign state of Texas, the Republic of Texas, in order to let criminals come into this country. And he does it under the guise of, well, it's humanitarian. We're helping these people because they have no way to to do anything in their own countries. That is absolute nonsense. You can look at these people and know this is not people starving. Remember that that person that's escaped North uh, Korea This guy had, he was malnutrition, he had parasites, but he ate enough food that he could go on the run. They were shooting at him when he crossed the line. It was harrowing. That's the way you're supposed to be entering a country like, oh, life or death. It isn't life or death for these people. And I ask this question, what's considered a crime when you're traveling? I don't know if we're going to have time to get into it, but I do want to cover this. By the way. I'm going to read you this. Once ETIAS is launched in May of 2025, entering countries in Europe with a criminal history is going to be more difficult. The Shenzhen region, they're going to provide background checks for every person who wants to enter the Shenzhen area. And without receiving entry authorization, you can't visit member countries. So I don't know what that's going to mean, but they're getting tougher on it. And, and I, look, if there's a part of me that says if you don't want criminals in your country, that's fine. But then the question becomes, who determines who's a criminal? You could become a criminal in America now for mispronouncing. In in a uh, Canada, it happens, mispronouncing. It's ridiculous. But I do want to. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what is considered a felony when you're traveling, and. You're going to ask yourself, how are these people getting into the United States who are committing these types of crimes, things that we're finally starting to crack down on and they're still getting in, in numbers that, I mean, are shocking. There's no country I know that would let any of these felons in, and America's in them.
4: This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show.
3: So get the card that truly pays you back better than any other card in your wallet or purse.
2: Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust?
9: radio show on Kevino Jacksones.
3: before we get back to defining some of these illegal activities what does it take to you know what can stop you from entering a country the Shenzhen region uh, the 27 countries that make up that in Europe China and other countries that, well, you can't get in if you have a felony, and I could go on. I want to get into that a bit, but I want to also let you see what's happening here in the states now that some of these lefty sanctuary states and sanctuary cities are having to deal with the problem that border states have been dealing with for decades. And here's a couple of people crying. The first of all, let's play the Massachusetts governor. She's crying over the illegals because she's like, we're in capacity. We've cleaned out a building for them." Well, if you can fit all your illegals in a building, (laughs) congratulations. Anyway, we're going to start with that. Then we're going to move to Denver. And maybe, I don't know if we have a couple more clips, but you'll get the gist of it here. Emotional guys. Okay. Because I'm committed to this little kids need to be able to breathe clean air.
5: They need to be able to access swimming pools. They need to have lifeguards there who are going to teach them how to swim. And they need to have activities. I don't know what we're going to do for a couple,
0: three months. I'll call universities. I'll call other places. The governor went on to say she is also looking at other locations but has not said exactly where.
3: I'm not going to lie. I have no sympathy for him. They, Massachusetts considers itself a uh, sanctuary sa- sa- state. I was going to say city. Sanctuary state. I have no sympathy for them. Jeez, wh- what are we going to do with them? I, I love this. They have should have access to clean air. Uh, they uh, they should have uh, two to three months. Is, they're not going to have this. Wh- wh- where are they going to get their air? Where are they going to be breathing? They should be able to swim in a swimming pool. Okay, what were you saying when the... State, the country was shut down for COVID over nonsense. What were you saying then? The kids need to be able to get out and do things. Nobody cared. Here's a, well, let me tell you who we are before we do that. Kevin Jackson's who you're listening to. The Kevin Jackson Network. 844-551-8255. I'm going to tell you this. For some reason in the past three or four days, my brain has been moving much faster than my tongue. And of course, it always does. But I'm saying it's noticeable to me. And it probably is to some of you. I'm telling you, I'm noticing it. And I'm not making any excuses for it. It's causing me to stutter a bit. But I'm thinking. I think when I think deeper, that's what happens. So it's a good thing in some respects, but it may be annoying (laughs) if you're listening to the show. Just acknowledging in case some of you may have caught that. I want to get back to what is considered a felony when traveling. Now, when traveling, is if the illegals come in here, well, they're on vacation, they're traveling. But let me give you some of the things that prohibit you from traveling, including serious crimes. And by the way, the United States, you cannot get into our country if you commit felonies. Here they are. Human trafficking. As you think of this, I want you to think of the cartels. What they do. Murder manslaughter, which of course is an unintentional killing, rape and sexual assault, uh, let's see, kidnapping, kiddie porn, child pornography, manufacturing and selling drugs, assault, animal cruelty, cybercrime, tax evasion, and then there's just a notation, other serious crimes. That's what will keep you out of the country what do you think's happening at the border how many people commit the crimes i mean let me ask you this this way human trafficking has already been done <laughs> when they get here they've already broken our laws immigration laws when they get here I, is that considered a serious crime it is to me it's like trespassing in my house serious crime you do it You're, let me just say, you'll have the licks. Manslaughter, rape and sexual assault. We know that happens getting, coming over. Kidnapping. You think the cartel's involved in that? Child pornography. Manufacturing and selling drugs. Assault. Maybe they don't do animal cruelty. Maybe they're not doing cyber, cyber crime. They're tax evading, aren't they? I mean, everything on this list is occurring on the illegal system to get into this country, and that is a system that the left is fighting for and is willing to go to war with Texas over, has been going to war with you over it for the better part of a decade, more than that, honestly. But I'm talking about it's been ramped up in the last decade. The numbers are alarming, to say the least. I want to play... This clip, this is a the governor, yeah, the governor, no, 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 take that back. The Denver mayor who's speaking on immigration.
7: I've been back and forth to Denver and... Your folks are very compassionate, nice people, always very welcome. <laughs> but I, I don't think I've ever witnessed them so outraged right now. And I don't think it has anything to do with being anti migrant. They just feel like the priorities where the migrants are being prioritized over them. And I was looking at the numbers with the health care system. You got 8,000 migrants that are using the ER emergency services, and they visited 20,000 times. And residents are saying they're being turned away.
2: Can we have both the humanity humanitarian crisis here and now we have a fiscal crisis which is we are a welcoming city and also we don't want to cut core city services but right now we're in this dilemma where we can't get any help from the federal government on work authorization or on controlling entry or on the ability to actually provide resources to cities
7: so february 5th is the day and unless you know you and council extends it where it looks like you guys are going to cut off there's going to be a cap of the migrants that are going to be able to use the facilities what's going to happen then when, when they're not able to be sheltered, they're going to be on the street, I'm assuming. And are you concerned
2: about that? So we've always had a length of stay policy here, which was generally individual adults could stay for 14 days and families could stay for 37 days. We paused it for about four to six weeks during very, very cold times in November and December. Every hotel room we have in the city of Denver is full. We're at 5,000 people in shelter and we have more coming every day. And so we have to reactivate the policy we've always had, which is you can come and stay for a length of time uh, but it can't be forever.
3: Make them live their lives. There's so much to unpack there. By the way, that was Lawrence Jones of Fox News. And he uses the, the term migrants, which tells you all you need to know about Fox. If I'd have been doing that interview, I'd say, you haven't. Uh, there's an invasion in America, but you're experiencing that invasion now, aren't you? Jones gave some statistics 8,000 illegals are using the ER. They've had 20,000 visits. I don't know over what period, but that's quite a bit. I don't know. What does it take to strain the healthcare system? I don't have an answer for you, but I'll tell you this. 8,000 people who aren't paying their bills and 20,000 visits. What's the 8,000 ER visits? What is an ER visit cost? What would you guess? $1,000 a person? Using that as our number we're talking what 80 million uh, 8 million no it's more than 8 million do the math i can't figure it out but 1000 times 1000 is a million yeah so 8 million dollars just for that 20,000 visits though so now it's 20 million he says it's a humanitarian and a fiscal crisis yeah but you're a sanctuary state you're a sanctuary city you want it and what are they doing? He says, we have a certain amount of time you're supposed to stay, 14 days if you're by yourself, 37 days for a family that we're willing to accommodate you. I think that's more than fair. Wouldn't you like if you went to visit Denver, they put you up for 14 days if you went by yourself and pretended that you were dest- you know, destitute or whatever? And if you took your family... I don't know, go climb the mountains, go skiing. In Denver, they put you up for 37 days for free? Feed you? Take care of you? Let you use all the facilities? But February 5th, there's a cap. And he says, well, we, we paused. It, by the way, the thirty-seven, the 14 and 37 days, they paused it so people could stay longer. And now you can't get a hotel room in Denver because they're full of illegals. Who's paying for that? I don't know what Hilton and Marriott and those chains, or is it all day's ends? but they're, They're full, according to the mayor. He says, we're having trouble getting work authorizations and the ability to provide resources. And we're talking, I don't know how many illegals are in his city. But I can tell you this, it's not as many that are in big Texas cities. Not as many that are in Phoenix or Tucson. Arizona's big cities, Taos and Albuquerque, New Mexico, wherever. I don't believe they have more. What the mayor described, the mayor of Denver, is going on all over the country, every major city.
9: And I'm going to tell you, I'm happy that it's going on. Putting an end to identity politics.
2: Now for something completely different. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show.